Hello, everybody. Today is Friday, July 10th, 2020, and this is the Locked On Nationals podcast brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com for the best, best prices on parts for your car or truck. Today's show, guys, a topic near and dear to my heart, sports punditry and how opinions do and usually don't evolve with sports pundits, um, especially we're seeing that now with the coronavirus. I want to talk about how opinions should adapt and change, especially now, and it's dangerous if they don't, if we don't react to what we're seeing in terms of case numbers, death numbers, and locations that are being hardly hit, how it could affect baseball and all of sports if we don't adapt our opinions uh, with the stats. So I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, conversation. And at the end, we also touch on a little bit of Joe West's interesting, stupid comments about the coronavirus. Hope you guys enjoy the show. 3-2 to Suzuki. Kurt Suzuki, see you later. The Nets have won it. Seven runs in the bottom of the ninth. This is deep to center field. Bellinger's back. It's a grand slam. Howie Kendrick with a 10th inning grand slam to break it open. The former Dodger breaking hearts in Los Angeles. The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books. The celebration is on. The Washington Nationals are the world champions. You are listening to the Locked On Nationals podcast. Your one-stop shop for news, analysis, and conversation surrounding your reigning, undisputed World Series champion, Washington Nationals. Now, here's your host, Josh Neighbors. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, a Locked On Nationals podcast here once again on this Friday, June 10th, 2020. Wrapping up the week here. Hope everybody is staying safe out there. Um, there are a couple of things I wanted to mention today. Just We're going to wrap up with some news. First things first, go check out the last couple podcasts we've had. Really good conversation earlier in the week with Grant Paulson of NBC Sports Washington, 106.7 The Fan, Sirius XM MLB Radio, uh, and a whole host of other stuff. Um, nobody knows DC sports better than Grant. We talked baseball, um, you know, the return, how it, how it pertains to the Nationals. And then we talked a little bit about the Redskins, and that's a conversation I think a lot of people who listen to this show care about. You know, if you're a D.C. fan, you're a D.C. sports fan, you like the Nationals, there's a pretty good chance you also like the uh, Washington Redskins, who uh, seem to be undergoing a name change. And in my opinion, it's uh, for the better, long overdue, um, but I know it's not everybody's, uh, everybody else's opinion, so Grant really shed some light on that. We talk about some of the, the, uh, the ideas that have been kicked around for a replacement. Also, I talked to Connor Jones earlier this week as well, too. He and I looked at the national schedule and kind of looked at the pockets you know, that we thought were um, favorable, unfavorable, give our general thoughts. So that was a good one uh, as well. Please check that out. So on today's show, guys, um, a couple of things along with the news and notes. Uh, NBC Sports Washington had a nice piece today. Tim Murray wrote it. Or excuse me, Tim Murray wrote it. Um, could more Nationals opt out of the 2020 season as opening day draws near? And obviously it cites Ryan Zerman and Joe Ross, Wellington Castillo as well, have all opted out. Um, and, you know, 
the one guy we think about, and I don't want to speculate as who else could po- possibly drop out, but Sean Doolittle is the guy who has been the most outspoken. And I think he made a really good point. Nationals closer Sean Doolittle has continued to voice his concerns about the 60-game season. Doolittle told reporters on July 5th that, quote, I think I'm playing. But at any point, if I start to feel unsafe, if it starts to take a toll on my mental health, with all the things that we have to think about, and this cloud of uncertainty hanging over everybody's head, then I'll opt out. Doolittle's wife, guys, it's also important to note, she has a chronic lung condition. So, um... That's an important thing to note, and we're not here to speculate about who who else might leave. It's just, you know, it's up to each individual. It's funny. I had um, John Kincaid from CBS Sports. He, he spoke at a sports broadcasting camp that I'm currently working at yesterday, or excuse me, a few days earlier uh, this week. Kincaid made the point that he believes Major League Baseball players should be playing. Um, and he cited, you know, they are millionaires and, you know, they're kind of complaining and, you know, some of them are sitting out and, and complaining about conditions or whatever. He made the point that to a lot of the kids and to, you know, uh, to us counselors, whoever else was there, that some of us and our families have to go back to work. So these guys should as well. And they're millionaires. So that's why they should have to sit, you know, they sh- or excuse me, they um, shouldn't have the kind of the choice. They should get back to playing. Um, and it made me think of a couple things about this entire coronavirus conversation. Number one, when we talk about sports a lot of the time, we think about the big sports media shows. First Take, Undisputed, I know it's not that big, but you know, there's really not a whole lot of uh, variance in opinions in terms of... Uh, variance is a wrong word. Opinions don't seem to adapt and grow. I think that's the largest problem with sports media is that especially with punditry, a lot of guys and girls want, to, want their takes or their opinions, to be correct. So if a thought they had might not be the prevailing one as, as things play out, you know, you see them sometimes double down. I think a good example of this is Clay Travis, who I admit is a very smart guy, has done a very good job building OutKick the coverage. But on coronavirus, you've seen his, um, his thoughts have trended one way. And uh, Dan Wetzel, is, is a reporter, brought, brought up some of his old tweets I believe it was Dan Wetzel, and, and, and basically said, look, here's some of his old, Clay Travis's old thoughts on coronavirus. You know, he, he said there wouldn't be 4,000 deaths, then 10,000, then 50, and so on. And, you know, each day Clay Travis tries to bring up uh, stats that kind of support his opinion, but the types of stats that he brings up each day, they change. And it, it kind of fits a narrative of, a, you know, the virus... Um, for him, you know, he wasn't always right about it. And look, there's some things about it that I, you know, I, I do agree with Clay Travis a little bit on. But what frustrates me about people like him is that there's no give. There's no give. There's no concession at all that wearing a mask is the right thing to do. That maybe traveling is not the best thing to do. And I think that's one part of this conversation that needs to be entered, especially into baseball, is that we need to think about how our opinions and ideas can change. I've seen it a lot in... Uh, just with the locked on hosts, you know, we have our own chat, and there's a whole lot of people that, not saying they don't want the season to happen, but don't think it should. And there's no acknowledgement of, you know, it's like each guy who drops out, um, it, it's another win, it's, it's another W they can claim for their arguments why we shouldn't play. Not thinking about the fact that, look, we were prepared for this because we have a 60 man roster. 
So obviously the 60-man roster, you know, there's, there's, they're prepared to play. Like I, I, was, I was for it. That's why I'm expecting big names to drop. The one, and, and I'm for playing baseball. I want to make that very clear. The one area where, I, where, where I'm beginning to evolve is how, the, how Major League Baseball is handling this. And so a week ago, when I came on this podcast and talked to Dylan Short, he and I are both of the mind that they should play. Dylan and I are both of the opinion as well, too. If things continue to get worse, then they shouldn't. And when we mean get worse, right, COVID cases are spiking everywhere. And I am skeptical of the idea that a bubble would, uh, or excuse me, a lack of a bubble, a bubble would allow for play to occur. I really don't think it'll, you know, it will happen for a long period of time at least. But I think there's going to be a lot of players out there who want to play. They're going to be careful because they know they want to play. And because of that, this thing is worth giving a shot because the rosters are large enough. The players are willing. They've said, tell us when and where. The guys who are playing want to play. And with that, I believe that they will be taking precautions in their daily lives to make sure they can play. The two things that, that will change my opinion are a spike in cases around the country, and you're seeing a lot of that. I know some places are doing very well. Some places are not. And um, that is, that is going to be continue to be a big storyline. But obviously, as it pertains to these teams, and especially the Nationals, they do play in a division with somebody like Miami, where, uh, you know, D.C. is a hotbed, but things in Virginia have been okay. Things in, my, in Florida have been horrible. It have been skyrocketing. It's been, it's been terrible. So you're seeing, um, you know, that, that difference, and things are getting worse. So that's number one that's on my mind. The other thing that you take into account with this is how Major League Baseball has been handling this. And this has been a bad, bad week for Major League Baseball. In the beginning of the week, we talked about this with Grant Paulson. Mike Rizzo had a lot to say about coronavirus tests from last Friday, July 3rd, not getting back on uh, July, I believe it was 6th, not knowing results. So teams like the A's, the, the Astros, the Nationals did not have workouts. They canceled their workouts. Teams like the Yankees were able to go ahead and do it, but, but that was a huge advantage. You're learning today, this is an article from Jess Doherty in, uh, in the, um, Jesse, excuse me, Jesse Doherty in the um, Washington Post, where he says multiple players who took a, um, on two Major League Baseball flights from the Dominican Republic have tested positive um, since July 1. And, and those guys were not tested immediately when they got off the plane. So Major League Baseball, for, um, you know, for as much as we kind of pass the, all right, we're doing this thing, you know, I told Grant Paulson this the other day, I feel like the health and safety protocols were thrown together. That was the last thing they were negotiating. We heard, that's what we heard. The last thing that was being negotiated by the players and the, uh, the league was that health and safety, the, those protocols. I know it's not directly Major League Baseball's fault, but... It's a really bad look when those tests aren't getting back in time. It's a really bad look when you've got guys coming from a foreign country and they're not being tested. So while I'm still for playing baseball, I am very skeptical. I'm very dubious of, of if we make it, you know, I think we, we might get to July 23rd, 24th with games. But there's, you know, I think there's going to be a feeling. It's funny. The, the last game that we saw played was Nats. Yankees spring training. And I've been saying that I said this a bunch of the podcast a while ago, but FP, or excuse me, Bob Carpenter said 
I guess we're playing baseball. And we were shocked at that time. We were, we, I was genuinely shocked considering what was going on. All the conference tournaments for basketball, um, which were happening simultaneously, were all canceled at that point. There might be some of that weird trepidation, that weird feeling that we get on that day uh, when we do start playing baseball again, when the Nationals do meet the Yankees on the 23rd of July. I'm wondering if that same weird feelings of trepidation and this is bizarre watching a game are going to creep in then and how we're going to feel about it. Because as things get worse and, and as it shows, you know, we really don't have a great handle on this. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to the optics of us, of, of us, you know, having a baseball season are going to get worse. And once again, nobody wants a baseball season more than me. Nobody wants sports more than I do. This podcast has been going on for months. We were over 60 episodes now, and we have not had one pitch of baseball, of regular season baseball thrown. Has that been challenging for me? Yes. I am currently laid off at SiriusXM because there's no, no football or basketball or anything to talk about. Uh, furloughed. Will, you know, is it good for me if football isn't played? It's awful for me. Do I want football to be played? Yes. But it, we have to look out for each other, man. And, and, and this thing feels like it's becoming unmanageable again. And um, we shouldn't politicize this. We should handle this like adults, and our opinions on it should adapt. So was it just me wanting baseball fired up and kind of angry that everybody in the MLB host chat for Locked On was saying stuff like, this is awful, this is terrible? Yeah, I was angry. I said, look, they got 60-man rosters for a reason. But now as things skyrocket and continue to get worse, and Major League Baseball clearly does not have the best handle on this, I'm beginning to adapt. My opinion is going to, be, going to change. This is not black and white. People should not treat it as black and white. And the more people want to be right and, and start using facts about lives lost and people infected to make their arguments so they can be right about this stuff, the worse off we're going to be. No healthy conversation about our country or about you know baseball is going to happen if people are pitted against each other. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I hope there is baseball. I genuinely, genuinely do. But we need to adapt on this. UFC is a great example. A lot, of, a lot of MMA media were uncomfortable when the UFC first tried to get back to business in April on an Indian reservation. When the UFC canceled that event and took a step back and said, okay, we're going to try to do this thing over again, and they did make it happen, there were still a lot of people with trepidations. But the UFC has done a really good job of COVID testing their athletes, COVID testing their coaches. The protocols have been great. They've been working with athletic commissions. I've been very impressed. And a lot of people have said, we were skeptical. But you know what? He got it done. He deserved, Dana White deserves some credit. And that's to be said that there is some positivity here. You should be, you know, there is a, there is a way that maybe, I mean, it, it's hard to scale what the UFC has done, but, but you can adapt. And so that's the most important thing I think is media we have to do here. We got to have a conversation. Got to have a conversation about, um, you know, about how we adapt our opinions. Not just, you know, in general, like, I, I love to be right about everything. I love being right in my conversations. Connor Jones and I would love to give you our predictions, our thoughts. At the end of the season, I'm not going to hedge. I'm, I, you guys, you guys, hope you guys know this. I will not hedge at the end of the season if my predictions for the Nationals are wrong. I think the Braves beat them out in the division. I think things are getting more interesting now, obviously, with 60 games. But if we have a season and the Nats lose out, I will, you know, I will, I will eat crow and say, hey, I thought, I thought the Nats wouldn't be able to, to, to make it, you know, uh, at the top of the division or to back to the playoffs you know, just because of everything going on and, and how good the Braves are and how good the division is. But on, on this, on this, I hope you guys know this too, 
I will be honest and frank with you all and give you guys my thoughts and adapt as the situation changes. And that's what you should expect from all of your sports pundits, all of your punditry in general, your news, whatever. But I just want I wanted to make that point clear because that's been something that I think the adaptability for players to be able to change their opinions on whether they want to play or not, and the adaptability from media uh, as we did uh, as we go as well too. So just wanted to share those thoughts. We'll take a quick break here, and I'll have some closing things on Joe West. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are always low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always low and the same for professionals as do-it-yourselfers. Why spend twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, always low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, so let's get to this Joe West stuff. I mean, what an asshole. This guy, like, I just, so this is a really good, a good piece from Mike Oz, Yahoo Sports, uh, Really strong start here from Mike. If Joe West didn't wear a face mask to protect himself from a 100-mile-an-hour flying fastball in his face, you'd have to wonder if he weared one, he'd wear one at all. Hot start. Um, yeah, so Joe West made some comments about the uh, coronavirus and uh, asked if he'll be wearing a mask for safety. Cowboy Joe said, nah, I'll be fine. Um, when asked about the 130,000 people who have died of the coronavirus by Bob Nightingale, he said, quote, those statistics aren't accurate. I don't care who's counting them, West said from his Florida home. When country music singer Joe, Diff, uh, Joe Diffie died, they said he died of the coronavirus. He had stage four lung cancer. The coronavirus may have accelerated his death, but let's be realistic. Our system is so messed up. They have emptied hospitals because there's no elective surgery. The, government's, the government has been giving these hospitals extra money if, uh, if someone dies of the coronavirus. So everybody that dies is uh, because of coronavirus. I don't care if you get it, if you get hit by a car. It's coronavirus. All right, so um, uh, he said, if, if this game hasn't gotten me by now, no virus is going to get me. I've weathered a bunch of storms in my life. I'll weather this one. So Joe is just begging for it right here, essentially. And even if he doesn't get it, look, Joe West saying um, somebody has stage four cancer and they get the coronavirus and, you know, it might have accelerated death. Totally fair. Like, that's a fair point. He goes completely off the rails where he talks about the elective surgeries. He talks about people, um, you know, uh, the hospitals getting money for with coronavirus, um, you know, if, if people die of coronavirus. So <laughs> the whole, I, I don't care if you get hit by a car, it was coronavirus thing. And saying the numbers are, are not true is just a really horrible look. And... The idea that Joe West somehow has more expertise on this than somebody else is completely asinine. Um, you know, Freddie Freeman, completely healthy guy, gets really sick from coronavirus, right? I mean, it's, it's one, of those, one of those situations. Ryan Zerman, staying away from baseball because his wife has a pre-existing condition. People are taking this seriously. Joe West is 67. 
And he's saying if baseball hasn't killed me, I mean, baseball, I, like, you know, I'm, I can't think of the number of famous baseball deaths on the field. There has been no uh, Hank Gathers moment in baseball where somebody was killed on the field. And somebody can correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I, at no point in time have we been fearing for Joe West's life on the field as a baseball umpire. So saying if this game hasn't gotten me now, uh, the virus won't get me is a completely asinine thing to say. Strawman argument makes no sense at all. So um, Cowboy Joe coming out there hot. The MLB Umpire Association put some distance between themselves and, and Mr. West. Uh, but I thought it was a ridiculous story. Um, you guys know the deal. Wear masks. Stay safe. I'm still doing a lot of things I normally do. I play golf today, guys. Wear a mask. I go into a restaurant to take, get pickup. Wear a mask. I've had. I've gone to restaurants, been outside, worn a mask. We can go into the gym, worn a mask there. Now I'm not sure how much longer that'll work. You know that'll that'll go. But I go to the gym, wear a mask. They take my temperature. I um, wipe down the treadmill, hop on there, take the mask off for the run, wipe it down again, put the mask on, leave the gym. All right. So you know, um, I am still functioning. I'm young. I do have a heart condition. But like you know, that's that. I, in my opinion, I'm handling it the appropriate way. A little bit of risk involved, yes, but. You know, I'm still, I'm being very, very careful, uh, you know, and still going outside doing activities, stuff like that, wearing a mask everywhere I go inside. There's that. And then there's what Joe West is doing, which is like, please take my life, coronavirus. I'm, I am begging you. Uh, the virus has no feelings. So, I mean, you know, Joe West, like, obviously it would be tragic if Joe West were to pass. But when somebody says things like this and he were to pass away, obviously influential umpire in the game, how much sympathy do you feel? when there's 130,000 people are dead and everybody's taking this seriously and this guy's taking it like a joke. Um, it's, it's just really impressive that somebody could be this ignorant at 67. You think the wisdom would, would think wisdom of life would, would, you know, at that point in time, um, educate him in some way. No, no. He said, I've lived 67 years, so the virus won't come and get me. So that, that's Joe West's thoughts on this. Uh, very interesting stuff. Make sure you guys check out the Locked On MLB podcast as well as the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast for all of your Locked On podcast needs.